Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fabulous episode of Stories Around Azeroth. As always, I am the magnanimous Pete Titus Green Nemico, joined by my podcasting gnome in crime, one Mr. Fresley Tastic. Hey! I'm doing good. But it is an honor and a privilege to be joined by a guest once again. We are joined by Clanker from the Tauren and the Goblin. How are you doing? Hi, I'm I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. So thank you guys for having me on. We're Absolutely. happy you're here I, as well. I, 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 I tell people the episode that I had with you on the Frazzlecast, sorry, Seamus blog, but the episode I have with you, like, we, we I remember like the 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 pre-show we talked and then I think the, the, the post-show, even after the after stream went off, we, 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 we talked for an hour. Like, you are, you're, you're awesome. You're fun to talk with. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I very much have enjoyed talking with you too. And it's, it's just great to be here with you guys. So... <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for joining us. As we uh, are still in the BFA Endgame. Oh boy, <laughs> it's it's dragging on a little bit, isn't it? A little. Uh, for me, where my group actually got down Heroic Nazoth the one day I wasn't there, so they all got ahead of the curve. So I don't have ahead of the curve yet. And I'm like, please, just a little longer. So yeah, come on, please don't leave. I know you've got your fancy dragons, but please, I need my fancy dragon. I do. I really do. I'm, I'm a mount hoarder by nature, so I need that same. fancy dragon. Absolutely yeah, same. same. See, see, we all understand. We're all on the same page. <laughs> it's why when Invincible doesn't drop for me, I'm like, curse you, Lich King! It's the reason he's called Invisible. Yeah. He exist. <laughs> oh, I'm no. convinced. <laughs> Shall I tell you a mount that's harder to get than Invincible, Frasley? What? Rivendare's Death Charger. Oh, that's right. And I had, a, I, I know a friend who's been working on that since, well, I haven't talked to them since Vanilla. So I don't know if they're still looking for it. It's, but I remember. it's amazing that it has like the same like percentage drop rate and you can farm it more, but it just feels like it just doesn't drop. Yeah. So Sorry. I'm going to upset both of you and say that I got it in a dungeon. No, I, I have it. I've had it for years. <laughs> I don't have it yet. Um, but I'm just saying like, it can feel like it doesn't drop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely can. Um, I'm still after the Headless Horseman's Mount after, what is it, like, year nine, I think? See, now I'm going to upset you, and I have that. It's okay. Literally everyone I know has it. I think every year I do, like, 300 runs, and I have, oh, like, I have a Jesus. spreadsheet. I'm not kidding. I have, like, 23 tunes that I run every year now, and I've seen it drop, like, three times every year. Never for me. And I'm like, this is going to be the year. And I'm not like, looking forward to Valentine's uh, oh, Love is in the Air. I have a friend that has that. He didn't even try to farm for it. He's just like, oh, hey, this is cool. And he rides it around. I'm just like, it's fine. That's it, isn't it? That's it. And then Cap got six of the of the Headless Horseman one year. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'm just crying on the inside and the outside right now. I just keep getting all the transmog stuff, like the plate and the sword on characters that can't use it. Yeah. Yep. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I finally got the um, the plague mask. Uh, from the Valentine's Day one on a clothy, and I was like, finally, because I had this on like way too many tunes. But so, how many mounts are you at on the account and on a personal character? I think overall it's four hundred twenty something, uh, and then per character it's you know it can range anywhere from like three hundred to whatever it is. Um, I have the Lord of the Rings achievement, so I know that I'm like above a certain the threshold. Well, you, you you'll have the four hundred, so. Yeah, yeah. So that's like my own personal achievement. I actually have almost all of the TCG ones just because I've wow, really them over the years. Yeah, yeah. I've Jesus. 
I, I love the TCG mounts. The first one I got was the chicken, and that took me a long time to save up for, but that is like the pride and joy is the chicken mount. of like, I had to have it the first day I started. Well, yeah, I've I got it. a friend in the guild who's got like a, a cock mount. She yep. tells me how she loves to just mount her cock and just ride off into the sunset. And See, my favorite is riding it in Battlegrounds because it goes... Burk, burk, burk. And so I'm like running around on my goblin in a battleground, and people are like, "Is that a goblin on a chicken?" And I go charging at someone, and I just turn around and run the opposite direction. And they're like, "I'm not sure if they're saying that they're a chicken or they're calling us chickens." Or I'm like, "Yes, you'll never know." No. Is there any yeah. mount that you're working on at the moment? Then, like, what, what's your what's your uh, oh god, there's a word for it, but like, what, what's your elusive one? What's the one that you really want the most that you're farming? At the source bin. What? Okay, but it's got <laughs> like do you do you have like a set mount farm every week? Uh, so I used to. I kind of got out of my rotation. Um, I'm missing a lot of the like um, uh, raid boss overworld ones. Uh, so I used to do quite a few of those. I actually am still missing the one that drops off of um, the timeless isle, which sucks. Like the the one that everybody got, the thunder dragon. Oh, the uh, black the the, the thundering onyx. the thundering onyx, yeah. So everyone has that, and I don't still. Uh, so I used to go out there and farm that one all the time. But I guess I, I'm right now I'm working on the, the Mechagon colors. So I have two colors left for the sabers. And so I'd like to get the blue sabers. So I guess that's the one I'm working on now. But yeah, I think I think I'm missing the one. The one color I'm missing from Mechagon is the one that's from the chests. I think mm. oh, I might have that. No, I've got that. The only Mechagon achievement I'm missing is two of the minis. That's gotcha. the only one I'm missing. Yeah. I was going to say, if anyone's having trouble with the chests, I farmed up way too many, like, pieces, so I can help you with that, because they don't resell very well, so. Oh, yeah, no, my mount farm is not been going well. Between no. the Pandaria world bosses and the raid ones, they just, uh, none has refused to drop, so I've just fallen back and have been working on Conqueror of Azeroth, and, like, I've got two of the Zandalari zones left to go. Oh, wow. And, yeah, then I'm, then I have my Scythe Claw. And I'll be like, yay. I'm so jealous. I, I I saw that one. I'm like, I want it more than anything. But I just kind of gave up on it. Because I'm like, there's no way it's going to happen. But Well, you could get the dungeon meta done. It's the same mount. Not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. But it, you're right. Yeah. I mean, is it really? Like, I'll tell you what I did do in WoW this week was... Um, I decided to actually go because I, I the one mount that's achievable now that I really should get on with is the one from Visions, like for getting the hundred k. Uh, turn in. I can't remember what it's called. The mementos. Oh yeah, the um, the, it's a hive mind of some kind. Of yeah, well, it's it's a drone. It's a buzzing drone type thing. Um, but it's just like I decided to jump in and go through some visions with some friends and. Oh my god, it's so much harder as a group. Like in terms of the way that 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 stuff scales. Like I've I've had Mad World for months. I did it, I've done Vision solo all the way through, and then last night was the, like I was in with like two friends, and I didn't realize how much harder it was. And I was like, you should get the Mad World achievement if you do it as a five man group because it's so much harder. It's ridiculous. Do you have the Mail Muncher? Oh yeah. Okay, I, I don't have the mail muncher yet. I have kicked so many mailboxes. I have all three different colors of that mount. Yeah, but that's awesome. Sorry, <laughs> you, um, you've just been mailing it in, right? Yeah, that that's it. Mailing it in. 
Well, all right. What have you been up to in the game, Mr. Frazzy, this week? I know you've hit another milestone in your quest for lore. Yes. So I now have uh, Autumn and Hydral done. And now I just got to work on, on Twilight Highlands. So you left the worst till last. Hey, that's me. I, I, I always figured, uh, like, work on the, the worst. And then after that, it'd be Mop. So uh, Karasong, um, Town Long, and then Dread Waste. So, Frasley, when you see Initiate Gold Mine in Twilight Highlands, tell him I said hi. You'll understand when you get there. Okay. Actually, if you paid attention in Vashir, and I think he was in um, Deepholm as well, if you did those. Yes. He's the, the one he... goblin shaman that ripped his elemental apart. Oh, yes, that one. Yes. Let's just okay. say that story has a continuation. So, Not a lot of people <laughs> in the actually realize that. And is, is Buddy there too? I'm trying to remember if Buddy was there. Maybe. Interesting. I'll have to remember. I'll have to go have back and play. Up, it's been a while. Have you been up to anything else um, yourself? Yeah. Um, oh, Frasley, or both of you. No, I just I, I wanted to finish off with uh, Torgas. Just like one, one final thing. I, I did Torgas on, on a warrior. And I got an uh, I got an ability to increase my slam by killing the phylacteries stacks up to a hundred. Mm -hmm. So initially I had like a four hundred eighty percent increase slam, which obliterated the mob. Then at one point I had a two thousand two hundred forty percent one, but then I used it on a mob rat by accident. And I I got one that like whirlwind can can heal me. So I'm excited to see what all these different abilities that we got are are there because I because I we when we were talking with with Mitch. I love hearing about all the things that like Mitch was finding in there too. And it's in each class seems to have something different. And I love how, even if you already have a talent, it lets you choose another talent from the, from the, the talent tree. So it's kind of cool. You can be like this, like maxed out talent, 10 talent build. One annoying thing though, I found deaths used to be like three to five per level. It is now no longer resetting every floor. So like when you, when you go in, it's a set amount of deaths per thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I get it, but it also makes it a little more difficult. Just don't be bad, Frasley, or get carried. <laughs> One of the two. Like. Okay. I I honestly at this point, when it comes to Torghast, I don't think the progression one is going to be that difficult. Uh, I think the progression for the zero to 18 is going to be fine because it's going to be your weekly thing that they expect you to get out of the way and they want everybody who's accessible to be able to do it. It's, I think the difficulty is going to come in when we get the ability to do an endless run, you yeah. know, for the cosmetics. I think that's where the difficulty is going to be in the higher tiers. Which makes sense. And I, I do like that, that hopefully that one will be, Go in, go in whenever you like, because I I like the the idea of seeing how far I can go, and like this one, it 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 kicks me out again at at a, at a certain floor, and I still don't know if that's is that alpha or is that permanent that it that it just, it just so uh, at the moment there's uh there's a couple of things that you can do. So the there's an you can do zero to eighteen, which is what the it is looking like it's going to be your main progression, uh, and then you can jump in at a specific level of floor. I didn't see that one. Uh, they're in one of the different portals around the rooms because there's ones that you can jump into and see different like uh, types of the area, like the fire one, the death one, and one higher up. Okay, because all the ones for me were saying like quest here, quest here, quest yeah, here. Yeah, the, the ones which are quests are the ones with the different like environmental stuff. Okay. The uh, I think it's the echoing halls is the like zero to eighteen. 
Sorry, Clanker. We're talking about all this fun Torgar stuff and you're not available. You can't get in there yet. Have you been up to anything else in WoW this week? <laughs> um, let's see. This week, so I've been leveling a druid, uh, another one. Don't tell anyone. I have like 10 of them. Uh, but I'm leveling a Zandalari druid for fun uh, and playing my Volpirian monk a little bit. Is, you know, and then doing the normal, normal what's your, stuff. What's, what's your main? My main is Clanker, the Goblin Resto Shaman. So he's been my main for a couple of years now. Nice. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like we all have different things that we play as a main. Because um, I just want to double back into what Frazzy was talking about with Torghast is that a lot of the anima stuff is going to be very much class-based rather than spec. And it's only when you can choose your talent that's going to be spec-based. So I guess if you're Resto, you're going to be able to fire off lightning bolts and it won't bother you so much. If you're Enhancement and you're firing off lightning bolts, it'd probably be a bit more problematic, but... I mean, I fire off lightning bolts as it is now, so. <laughs> well, and like, there are some that, that surprise me. Like, I can deal shadow damage as, as like this warrior. So like, I have and I have got nature damage. So there's a, some interesting ones that that are shooting out there. I, I had one annoying thing. I took one anima power, and it was like, it, it works on your ability. And apparently, that ability was either not in the game or wasn't working because it was like. There's a lot of not yet implemented stuff in Torghast yet, but uh, you got to remember, like, uh, it's like been a three-day weekend over yeah, in america absolutely. i think so that and some people have i think like a lot of devs are taking specific days off and just i i hope everybody in america land is staying safe right now that's all I, that's all i'm gonna say yeah um, so a little bit crazy in the world right now on top of everything else that was already going on previously uh but yeah well it's nice to know that everybody is still doing the normal stuff have you guys been going into visions and like progressing your cloak still or yeah, um, I went with a cap this week and got mine up to 15. So now it's just the working on the stuff with Mother. I, I've gotten all the solo uh, Mother mother upgrades. Now it's just the, the group Mother upgrades. And I'm going to work on like running a full clears because I got the Malefic cores now to, to work on. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 it's amazing, though. Like now when I get that that little circle around me because I have enough corruption from getting gear that like the, the circle appears, it's not yeah. really hurting me. Yeah, the eye. I I, I I get out of it if I, if, I, if I need to, but it's just like... You should just get out of it anyway. Oh, I, I do, but but I like, one or two times I couldn't get out of it, so it's it, it just a little bit of damage. I, I'm sure Clanker will tell you as a healer that standing in the eye in any sort of party or raid situation will give you great and furious anger. Okay, I will jump out whenever I see it. How's that for... Or just when he's standing next to me anyway, and I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> one, one, one day, Frasley, we're gonna get some uh, somebody that can teach you how to use like weak auras and all that sort of thing to tell you when to like not stand in the bad things. I I have the add-on GTFO, so that that one does help. I'm just yeah, surprised still... you can't see a giant purple circle with a massive eyeball. There's like a thousand little like circles on the ground. How how can we see one of these? Like I say he does have a point. If you're in Nyalotha, like everything is purple with eyeballs. So at exactly. some point, like, is that a new eyeball or has that always been their eyeball? Yeah. Well, they, they see, this is why I have weak auras. I like, I have specific weak auras for when I'm tethered with the thing from beyond and everything else. And I, I have it make a large bloody klaxon sound because sometimes I miss the line. And, <laughs> right. Oh my God. Like it got, it gets so much now that I don't even look at getting corruptions if it's going to give me the thing from beyond anymore because I cannot be bothered to deal with it. It's like just so, so, it's a massive DPS loss. At least as a demon hunter, I've got cooldowns where I can stay in the eyeball and take zero damage anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
It's fine. Uh, oh, so my goodness. Well, I was going to say, I've been starting to play uh, more Warcraft with my brother. He normally plays on the Alliance side, and he does some mythic raiding over there and stuff. Uh, and he bought the the expansion for um, Shadowlands, so he got a free boost. He boosted a Horde character. I'm like, finally, I will corrupt him. <laughs> uh, my brother is the exact opposite t type of WoW player than I am. So he has an add-on that skips all of the quests and tech. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh but he also really enjoys doing mythics and stuff so it's been really fun playing with him but you know he's he's standing there just like you know just taking the thing from beyond just taking all the damage i'm just like get out of the james get well, out of least, that at least like, as an alliance player he's not standing in, and you're not having to heal him so it's yes. not your problem you no, just get to watch on the horde <laughs> yeah what does he what does your brother play so he made a warrior on our side, uh, but he mains a rogue, and I think he also has a monk. Uh, he, he's one of those people that always just has a different main and whatever's like current or the Flav best or whatever. Flavor of the month. Gotcha. Yes, he's a flavor of the month sort of dude, which I have a lot of respect for because he like just gears characters to the teeth and he does it quickly. And I'm just like petering out over here. I'm like, yeah, my cloak rank is like eight. Do, 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 do. People are like, how is the rating? I'm like, I don't know, but people stay alive and they keep me coming back. So uh, I think I think there's a big difference between mythic raiding, where like you really need to be at the best of the best, and then you'll have people like me who will make sure like their character is the best it can be with the content we do, and just trolls through heroic and just lol at everything. And then you got people that just be like, "Fuck it, I don't care," and we'll just yeah, you know they'll they do they'll do stuff as they want to do. Well, that's it, isn't it? Hit me! Uh, no, I'm not trying to be a fight. I just... Uh, it's disgraceful. I'll just blame it on my bad vision. Right, right, okay. So, uh, one of the things that has been enabled recently on Alpha is Chromie Time, which is something we were shown yeah. at BlizzCon. Um, essentially, I think people were expecting something a little bit more grandiose. But it's essentially just a, a big bulletin board, and you get to choose an expansion. But I mean, it's—I mean, it, I don't know what people were expecting, but it's—I'm going to guess on the alpha, it's because not a lot of people are testing it, and they're in Torghast and they're checking out Shadowlands content. But like, obviously, there's nobody in those specific phases right now, so I don't I know. In the alpha, I would test it. Ah. Single. yeah it's just a, it's here it's here I'm like yeah that's one of my favorite things actually is leveling characters so i'm kind of like yep me too it's fine. yeah I, I i i've still got so like i want to have one of every race leveled you know i've still got three alliance allied races to go and then i've got all but three horde ones like to start leveling oh no i've only got tauren nightborn and blood elf at max level so you need a goblin completely unbiased opinion. i have a goblin death knight but it's i i honestly don't like the way death knight's been um i i really feel like and this is completely off the cuff because i was thinking about this the other day that they should change unholy to be more of a caster and then allow Holy to go back to the Legion thing of having two-handed magic weapons and so that they can share that with Unholy Death Knights. And then, you know, Unholy Death Knights can have magic plate as well and that gives the fucking Paladin plate another use as well. So, yeah. 
Um, I just because like even if you look back at like original Death Knight kind of lore type stuff, like they were, some of them were casters. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm just honestly like, what what do they do? Oh, they fire Death Coil, and they've got a Death and Decay, and uh. Warcraft too. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> So, are you giving them the cold shoulder feet by not wanting to play it? I don't know. Um, that would be if we were talking about Frost Death Knights, to be perfectly honest oh, with you. Sure, yeah. Cold shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him credit for these bad puns. <laughs> don't do it. Because he, 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 you are allowing him to get away with stuff like this. <laughs> I mean... Then, I, I, I need to I need to invest in a sign which says do not humor the Frasley. And it's like do not feed the pets. Because you feed the pets and then they expect it. You know, this is this is the problem. You do not humor the Frasley because then he continues to do the puns. I'm probably the worst person to pick for that because I love puns. I love puns. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I love them as well. Frasley's puns are a very different kind. <laughs> that's true. I, I will admit. Yep, yeah, that's true. It's okay, they're knee slapper puns. I appreciate those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that, that's one way. That's one way to say it. I guess. I mean, there there Go was an episode of Whispers of War where I I told Sill that I love to make people groan, and Sill's like, "That's the episode title." I was like, <laughs> "I love to make people." Gr- yeah. Implied erotic. No, uh, <laughs> that, was not, that was not what I meant. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and that's then, a joke from uh, there's a little in joke yeah i was gonna yeah. say you'd have to watch uh you'd have to go listen to uh frazzlecast well i, I don't even i know that that joke's in the episode i just i realized on second thought i don't know if we actually talked about the the actual joke it came up when they're in the show but i'm like oh i just it, it must have come up at least twice in the show yeah because i was the one making the joke so i've got to keep it rolling you know it's it's the thing you come up with a joke you got to keep it rolling so yeah but obviously, I think it started in the pre-show, which is the downfall of it. Because then I just realized someone's going to listen, and be like, "What?" They're just going to hear me shouting "Implied Erotica," which is fine. <laughs> so I just sound like a crazy old man, which is even better, <laughs> because that's exactly what I am—just a crazy old person. At least you admit it now. Exactly. I mean, what? What do you expect me to say? It's, it's insane. Um, but yeah, chromie time. It's it's weird. Uh, a lot a lot of people, I think I think a lot of people were expecting something different. Um, Des Mephisto, who's obviously tested this, has got like he did Warlords testing, and with treasures, I think he got it to like below four hours. Yeah, fifty because which he, is insane. Wow. He he actually set two two records in in WoW this week. It was one like five or six hours, and then he went down to four hours and. And we were talking about this on the Work of Radio uh, Shadowlands Roundtable, and he brought up an interesting point that there's a a part of it where, like, when you're in BFA content, it actually is better to be taking the BFA gear than some of the heirlooms because of your your battle power that you get from the stuff. And I and if I, if I remember right, at least in Chromie time, the heirlooms are good, but that there's still a thing where the stats on heirlooms are not as good as some of the stuff that you can get down. You lose the XP well, boost. That's that's the thing. Like any leveling guide which you use for BFA says that you dump the heirloom for an Azerite piece. Yeah. But that's still fully dependent on having the neck piece as well. And the Azerite pieces are max level. 
for that sort of item level. So they'll give you the stats for because they're like a, a massively ahead piece. Like they get you entry level. They're like two eighty, I think, straight off the bat once you like get into BFA. So uh, I can fully understand why that would be the case. But when it comes to leveling, like I'd still, pro I think I'd still choose a, a, a personal favorite one, personal favorite expansion, and I'd probably still go and do mists again or something else. You know, like I, I don't think I could stand BFA leveling anymore. Like I've done way too much of it, way too much. So I actually just leveled doing islands, which is great. Yeah, uh, that is and that's one of those things where. I haven't hired myself on BFA because of that, which is extra excellent because I love all of the zones. Uh, but it's like, I don't know. Like I'm more excited to level more characters through it again, even though I have all those screenshot folders that we won't talk about. Uh, so I don't need to refresh on the quests, but uh, I I'm really excited for Chromie time just because I think it'll be nice because I never have to go through Hellfire Peninsula ever again. Oh. Yeah. I've I mean, you don't have to characters. now, to be fair. No, to be fair, that's more recent. That was before all 23 of my characters were... Never yeah. again. I, I don't... I, I, out there. there. Oh, do you play on a PvP server? Or, like, you play with uh, PvP enabled? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I get it, because there's, like, a 30% thing. I, 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 I only will ever do that on my main, because I'll know how that class will play. Yep. Um, I don't know. Like... I think Hellfire still has a certain charm to it. Well, really? I think all of Outland, all of Outland has a certain charm to it. Um, I think it depends I think on how many times you've gone through there. Yeah, because I was talking with uh, Grand Nagus. He he made a good point. Outland has a ton of quests, but I do I would say the quest design does not hold up as well because what we have bef before the... sixty is Cataclysm stuff, and and I think. Wrath and, and onwards, they really got the the quest design down, and and that they 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 fixed a lot of the things that we had issues with. Or there are a couple mobs in in Wrath that like someone will like start a scenario, and then you're waiting there, and then like so, you, you, someone will, can come in and then just start the quest. There are a few of those, but I remember when Arthas used to walk in Stratham, like he's just like doo, 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 and then I remember the buff. They're like, yeah, we buffed him, so he actually runs down. You're like, thank goodness, he was that was yeah. low. Yeah, no, that that was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was legitimate, especially when it was on content to do it, and you tried yes. to do the timing for the bronze Drake on day one. I did that when it was current. I remember yeah. he was like do 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 do. I'm like, Arthas, hurry it up, or so help me. Yeah, um, but I was like, think back where it came from. Also help me. Don't 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 don't. I feel about Arthas anyway. No, I I, I think I, I think there there's very there's two different ways to look at. Hellfire Peninsula leveling. One of them is on content where we didn't have fly mounts until seventy, and one of them is with flying mounts at what at at one fifty percent. You know, um, I I think it's good. It still has the same leveling problems that Classic WoW had, where it's go and do this, come back, go and do that again, come back instead of like the evolved way of leveling. Well, and, and I still think that stuff was in, in the Wild Dev Diary. John Stats talked about how they didn't expect people to, to not want to grind and just do quests. And, and that was a late change in, in their development as they're finding people like the quests. So they, they added that. And, and it's only been since they've moved on that they've fixed a lot of the, the quest design. Well, I mean, yeah. 
I was gonna say I have a great example of this. I was in um, area or another storm yesterday, and that's so why like okay, you know, you have to do a scryer's quest. So I went all the way down to Shadrath. I'm like, okay, I turned to the quest, and then I go all the way up to like the furthest little island in Area 52, or not Area 52, another storm north of Area 52, and I do that, and then they're like, I go all the way back to Shadrath again, and then go to Area 52 to complete the quest chain. And I was just like, well, I, I had that in, in Wrath. It, 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 it made sense for this quest. But it was an ice crown. It was like, okay, I need you to go to Shatrath. I need you to go over here. And, you, and like, I, I felt like I was just flying around on this one I mean, quest. Yeah, I mean, Raph still has those teething problems. And it's only with Cataclysm that they've really got the the chains. Like, go to this place, get a bunch of quests, go there and, like, finish everything. And then you're good. And you move on and get everything at once. Like, yeah. They got they definitely made steps in Wrath. Myths is where I think they've nailed it on the head going forward. Um and one thing I, I noticed with like Legion going on is when I was, when I was playing ESO, not to put to another game, but like you felt like when you went to a place, you've you discovered quests. And I definitely feel that in Legion and BFA that you, you feel like you're discovering a quest hub that it's kind of, you're heading this way. And as you're going along, Oh, look at that. Someone's over here. When playing the Witcher, you just going along and you're like, Oh, Hey, there's a quest right there. Okay. I'll, I'll get it. And that, and I like feeling like you're discovering a quest, not that someone's directing you to the quest. Although I, I will argue, or not argue, I will say that I do like Outland. You're right. I think it does have a certain amount of charm to it. Uh, I think the frustration is when you're trying to do all of the quests in Outland, but like the stories are still there. They're not they're not to the same quality that we have now, but this was also really early WoW, so I'm willing to forgive a lot of it. But yeah. there was some really interesting, like Zagromarsh is one of my favorites. It has some really interesting zones on the Horde side, at least. Uh, you have... <laughs> Yeah, a, no, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah the like, horde side, the horde side for Outlands, very good. And we ha and and we have I don't some much the alliance, some good mechanics now. Like I remember, um, I doing before Legion added the multi tapping, I I, I was trying to do uh, Zanger Marsh, and that was a pain. There was like this one boss you're sitting there, like okay, here the boss is up here. Even even your like your same faction, somebody will come in and be like, I was sitting here waiting for this boss up here so I could kill it, and. And, and and they they at least fixed some of those those grievances too. Oh yes, uh, someone in the chat said Outlands is all about picking up poop quests. I'm like, yes, all of the poop quests. I mean, I will never forgive them for that. True, oh. there's at least a poop quest every expansion. Though. Even in in Hygel, there's a, a a quest not about poop, but about going to out going to outhouses and, and talking talking to the, the the guy in the outhouse. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's one of my favorites. They're all they're all just a bunch of really shit quests to do. <laughs> That was a good See, that was, that, that's how you do it. Um, yeah, I, I think I, when I say it's got a certain charm, I want to say it's got nostalgic charm. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think if you had a new player come in and did the Shadowlands leveling system where they go through BFA and then they find out that they've got a choice and they choose Outland, I think they'd be really disappointed. Especially if they went and did like what's classified as cataclysm leveling, which is basically revamped Kalimdor and Eastern Kingdoms, and which then pushes you into like the cataclysm zones at like level 30, mm -hmm. which so I think there'll be a massive disconnect there unless yeah. you're able to like still do Kalimdor and Eastern Kingdoms from, yeah, you know, zero, like one to 50, you know, um, there, it's got, it's got a, a real case of being a big disconnect, but something, Something Mephisto brought up, which I think warrants a bit of discussion, uh, is that he he'd like the chromie time to be like an option for a higher difficulty for leveling, which would give its own separate rewards. 
Now, personally, while I'm not against that, um, I really think that leveling needs to be perfected across the board first, and endgame needs to be something that players aren't going to hate. Now, as we've already stated here, like that, with as many different kinds of players already, you know, between the ones that are level to the ones that are going to raiding and mythic plus and everything else, and I'm sure that's expansion across an entirety of um, like the player base as a whole. But as two people who would primarily level, if there was an option to have a higher difficulty level for leveling. With a di with different based of rewards, I think one of the examples he made was like a legendary heirloom or something like that. Would that entice you, or would you just, or do you just consider leveling a means to an end to get to end game? That's a good question. Like I enjoy leveling because I like the stories of the levels primarily, um, which is my screenshot folder library, which I keep talking about. Uh, I think in some ways it would make it more interesting uh, if there was a way to make it more difficult. I mean, you can take off all your heirlooms now, but it's... I mean, like, well, it's yeah, the difference between that and... Cat or, sorry, not Cataclysm. Classic is leagues, you know? Like, you're like now I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna run out there as a level three and I'm gonna, like, wind up, like, five mobs and I can kill him and it's no big deal. And I, I get tagged by one mob in Classic and I'm just hauling my butt all the way down the road. I'm like, please, somebody save me! Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Like, uh, it, would, it would almost turn it into like a speed leveling type of system, because because you brought like like no, I wouldn't say speed leveling, Frasley. Like, a, there's a difference between difficulty and speed leveling. Well, I, I meant more like like it would turn leveling into into more than just what you do to get the end game, but it would make it its own bracket. Because like he he brought like 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 getting other cosmetics titles things to show that wow you've been through the game multiple times and it would really give you a like you're walking around and be like that person has been has been all around azeroth i think what would be really nice is if there was a way to enable iron man leveling within the game oh yeah like, if there was actually like a way to turn that on as an option and mm -hmm. if you did that then you get an achievement in game with a title. Like I think stuff like that would be really cool. Like, like it would disable auction house stuff, and like the vendors would only have like the gray items stuff that would fall into the rules. You know, I I feel like stuff like that would be a a side project for like the devs to like work on it. Some dev to work on it while the rest of them are working on like an end game thing. And I think that's how it's going to be because it's an MMO. Like. Is it? I, I think it'd be very different. Like if Warcraft was, if World of Warcraft was a single player game that was available, then I imagine it would play very much like, say, Final Fantasy Fifteen, mm -hmm. where you've got your big open world where you do your quest from point to point with a linear story, and it would work out very differently with the way that WoW does. But I don't know. I I feel like he uh, Mephisto's on the right track with additional difficulty levels because it exists externally with Iron Man as we've uh, had on in the past and everything else having a way to turn that on in game could be pretty cool yeah would would be enjoyable maybe I don't know like I mean I feel like they could do it I don't want to say easily but like they could either do um, they could tweak like the level 
the leveling thing, like where uh, you can sink down to a certain level. Like I, the first time I encountered that was in Final Fantasy fourteen. So I was like, oh, that's really yes. cool. Like, someone at the max level can sink down to a, yeah. uh, the same level. But I, I feel like at the same time, there might be something they could do where like every single mob is an elite or something, you know, like something that would. I would hate that. Yeah, you would. That's, <laughs> I would, that's I would hate that. That'd be challenging, though. It, you know, that, if they did that amount of damage, you couldn't pull more than one. Almost like turning Chromy Chromy Time, because it does sound like Chromy Time is instance. If I was if I was reading that right, that when you're in Chromy Time, you are different from people, and that could go into like New Game Plus. I mean, I mean, it'd be like, okay, you've got these challenges. Okay, here here's Northrend and Kalimdor, but you only you 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 have only this or. You've got to do it in timed. I mean, there's a lot of things they could do with Chromie Time to add that difficulty and that challenge. Well, I think they've gotten a lot of that road work in with Mythic Dungeons, right? Like, yeah, I always like to look at WoW because there's always things I can tell where they're like little test cases in the yeah, beginning oh, yeah, of the expansion. Yeah. And then like you see them implemented in full scale in the next expansion. And uh, usually I can only figure out what that is once we once I go back to yeah. the old expansion. But Well, you, you used to be able to do it because... Wrath is a good example of this because you'd be you'd go through the dungeon, see what ability bosses had and be like, that's a testing case for something that mages mages could get. Like uh, a good example is the Sanlir boss in Azure Narub mm -hmm. and he had the fireball, which went in a different direction. What did uh, what did mages get in uh, Mr. Pandaria as an option? They got the mage orbs. That's actually that's. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Like, there's just a lot of fun things that they have. And I think what's well, one of the things that I love the most is just watching the devs take these amazing toolkits that some of them are expansions old and they just brush off the dust. They're like, this is cool. Let's bring this back. Let's either give it to the players. Let's make a new, like, um, the Proving Grounds. I think we're actually um, kind of uh, the beginnings of mythic in instance dungeons in a way you know so like all of these cool tools that they have the ability to change zones so like you can go to the the dragon and you can go to either to the cataclysm version or the legion or whatever it is uh they just have so many cool tools to be able to reinvent parts of the world or do whatever they need to do which is a colossal undertaking even like tweaking all the the questing stuff but yeah i'm really excited to see what the teams will come up with and i i wouldn't be surprised if they did do a challenge mode sort of deal just because they know people enjoy I, th I think it's the next step like i think that the i think that the devs have to cater to the people that just want to level characters because it like there, there's only so much you can provide at end game for every person you know like you've got your five man content the single player content like if we look at bfa at the moment you've got single player content in the form of visions and the assaults and you know everything that's out in the world you've got three player content in the form of islands which can also just be classified as group content with uh, mythic plus and just dungeon running as a whole and then you've got the bigger content which is raiding which is up to 30 for normal and heroic and then you've got mythic as well which is 20 if you want to go on the end game sort of thing Outside of that, like there are a lot of people like yourselves, as you mentioned, that do leveling and, you know, people that just want to have like a bunch of characters have see the law, have the opportunity to see everything at a given level. And they just want to, I don't know, have something. And then uh, I think having the option of a challenge is there. I think I don't think there's anything wrong with having the option, you know? Yeah. And 
Well, I, I could see them, even if they started doing that for leveling, I could see them doing, like, squishes for raids, like old school raids, so you get shrunk down to whatever level it is, and, like, some of the gear you have you can't use or whatever. Like, there's a lot of things that they could do, too. I, I know people can, like, cap their levels now and do that, but it'd be fun to, like, you know, think about your raid is maxed out. You're like, oh, yeah, we just beat Heroic Nazathra board. Let's all do AQ60 or something. Yeah. You know? Like, let's go, go get, like, the whole guild mm. together and we'll all get squished down item level and then people's like, yeah, let's all die yeah. hundreds of times. I think, I, I think we mentioned something similar. We're having, like, uh, a, a, a level lock per expansion would be cool as well because I think, yeah. we ra- I think we raised it last week, like, Herald of the Titans was something that was raised as well. Obviously, item levels are a completely different thing to being level locked, but um, it, it's something else to go with it. I've completed a Black Temple once in Time Walking, and that was cool seeing that raid. I never did it at current content, and that was fun going through. I've not done Old War, um, Old War as Time Walking, but I, I enjoyed that. And I could even see... I, I had a thought, and then I, I lost it. It was... I'll tell you oh, something, oh, Ice Crown. When, when I was doing Ice that. Crown on my mage, I died. <laughs> and I actually got to be rezzed by death by the ending i was like i've never seen a character get rezzed at that last moment so i was like that was actually a pretty cool moment because i didn't have enough of an eye level to 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 get the lich king before he sent me flying off the off the i'm trying to get the ads but something i did just made me fly all the way off and you stood in in the trap in phase one is what you did oh okay like you you can say your ability you can say what happened to you and i instantly know yep you definitely miss something for not doing like there's some reason the for doing for that. Oh my god! Oh, the, yeah. I I I I worked on those too. Those were especially getting all the bloods and or, or all the dots and stuff. Yeah, that was. I did all, it in Catacombs. What I'm gonna say, Frasley, is that there is something for doing some of these raid fights on content. Like, um, oh my god, what's the name of the Death Knight in Black Temple? Oh, um, uh, dude, I know who you're talking about. Feet. Terrible. Yes. Yeah, Gorfeed. Yep. That ability, that raid fight in TBC was something else. Like I remember that there was an external tool that was made for everybody to practice what buttons you had to press. That that fight was a pain in the ass. And then Brutalis was a complete gear check in Sunwell. Then you had pre-nerf Muru, which I will only ever hear tales of because I didn't get to see that fight. And then I think 3.0 was the first time they literally went in and health nerfed bosses for the expansion. And then everybody went in and just cleared the hell out of everything. Like post nerf Muru died and then Kill Jaden died. Uh, bosses that were stuck on Illidan in Black Temple in 3.0 instantly killed it the day the patch went live because of the health nerf. Because it was the first time flat nerfs went in across the board uh, on the turn of expansion so that people could go and get content done. But yeah, no, some of those fights, I like Kael'thas on content was such a fun fight, if not really frustrating with the placement of the advisors. If you didn't kill them in a specific spot, you screwed yourself. Uh, if you didn't have people that knew how to do action buttons for Lady Vash and could throw the core, you were screwed. Like there, there are there are a lot of fights which you can look back and go like, this would be really cool if they did a newer version of it. Mm-hmm. But then I go, there are a lot of players that wouldn't be able to handle that. I think that's why it would be fun. Like, I, I, don't get me wrong. I love the time walking raids. Like, those are really fun. And I think 
they're a good way for players to appreciate some of the bigger raids that happen, like Illidan or Arthas or, you know, I want to call them kind of like the, the cornerstone raids, right? Like the, the big bad for everything. Yeah. yeah. But I think it would be fun if they did, oh, you know, like outside of time walking, if you could just take a group of 20 people and go into a raid like the Sunwell. I think, I think that's what people were expecting from the anniversary one. But yeah. we got really let down because it was like 30% of a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, and I, I get it, because the anniversary event is really, it, it, they actually extended it, which was nice, but I understand why they didn't for that, because there's a lot of people that don't want that, they they want the, the shorter version of it, and they're not gonna do the mechanics right, like, I remember doing it, like, there's so many people that had no idea what was going on, and they just, like, stood oh, yeah. in the plague, and I was like, they that's did, fair. They didn't know, yeah. But I think it would be neat if there was a way for you to do that with a raid team, because then people would be able to go and do like Gorefiend and they'd be like, oh my gosh, this sucks or this is really hard or, you know, to give people the, I the think prestige. If there was a, I think if there was a way, I think, and I think this goes back to having time walking available like all the time mm -hmm. and like with the special weeks being the ability to like turn on the raids. But I think if there was an ability to time walk an old raid like you said and like have the gear scale up yeah sure if we go and time walk aq40 at 120 the gear is not really gonna be massively optimized and i'm gonna have poison resistance and arcane resistance but the problem I, the problem i see with that is there would be age. there would be a hot list of what would be the best thing to go and get like i imagine that rogues would want to do time walking gruel's lair to all get a dragon spine trophy like because that would be a best in slot right but then it it also comes back to the problem of personal loot and that system needs to get in the bin i'll be honest with you i'm i'm gonna this is gonna this is gonna be the hill i'm gonna die on is that personal loot needs to get back in the bin because it's horrible especially in pre-made group content yeah pre-made like, i i say pugs Pugs, I'm okay. I don't care. There. Keep it in pugs. Anything that's a pre-made group should not have personal loot. Yeah. And I, because I, 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 I'm sick of going through. I'll use this as an example. So I do, I do a weekly run of Mythic Bod to try and get the Jaina man. I run it with the Jaina buddies Discord and everything else because they're a cool bunch of folks and everything else. Last week I got one bit of loot with two coins and it was a trinket. This week I got. Five, four or five bits of loot, including with coins, and I'm now two pieces off the Mythic BOD set. But, like, it's all personal. You know? And it's just like, I just... Uh, it, uh, personal loot just frustrates me, because even though the loot drops, I don't have a chance to, like, go for something I want. Yeah, because then you have the... Uh, hey, does anybody need, need this? If people remember to, to ask about it, it would, it would be nice to be like, hey, need and greed, because that, that system in pre-maids works well when everybody agrees on the rules to need and greet it did not work well in pugs and and because yes. i remember the, getting the, into and in, in, i remember in vanilla someone yelling at me for for rolling need on that and be like well no we, we brought you in on this on this run but you weren't supposed to roll need on this thing even though we brought you in on, i was like okay you, you told me ahead of time mm. it's the same as uh dkp and everything else yeah like newer newer raiders back in the day would get told to have something that they could track it but they don't know how to use it or anything else because they're just told to have it installed and ready to go my guild broke up 
and, and its minus first incarnation KP. over DKP. KP minus. Many will handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember going into raids and like you weren't the top of the D of the DKP list, so you're like, okay, I'm just in here tonight. You have healing, there, healing. I'm not going to get there, any loot. Every loot system is flawed. That's implemented by a player. Yeah. The the problem is is that the game needs to have a loot system that works for everybody, and taking that choice away from everybody does nothing but harm the game. Yeah. Like I'm I'm still of I'm still of the mind that if you finish a mythic plus in time, everybody should get a bit of loot regardless. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen, and it really makes me sad. Like, yeah, I mean, I, finishing I, it in time is not easy. To, I mean, even if you're doing like a, a one or a two, it's like, hey, you still did it in time. Yeah. I don't know. It's, you should. You should get rewarded for completing the task. But yeah, I, we, I don't know how we got from the leveling queue into shitting on the loot system. I don't know how we managed to do I that. I think it, um, it, was, it was rewards for different like leveling and, and making yeah. leveling its own, its own reward. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I, I, I think there's something to be said for making for improving leveling but there's a lot that needs to be done because there are people that will level via quests mm -hmm. you know uh there are people those... that will there are people that will speed level and Dungeons. just pick up massive groups of mobs and just cleave them all down and there are people that will level via dungeons and i'm gonna roll back to my, another personal bugbear the leveling queue needs to be fixed there needs to be a toggle that everybody can just queue into one massive dungeon lump oh yeah and because the, the Final Fantasy fourteen, at least when I was played, had that. And that was so... like I loved playing Hawk Manor. I mean, it might have been like 45, 50, and I still got to play Hawk Manor. And that... It, well, no. Waycrest Manor is now even cool, even cooler than that. But that was one of my favorites. I think if, if, coming, if, if every dungeon is going to be able to scale from 10 to 50, there is no feasible excuse to not have them all in one drop down menu yeah it, it'll increase the, the uh, uh the the queue size it'll increase what, what what the amount of people in that pool well so i i would be surprised if that doesn't come at some point just because like they've they're implementing if they haven't already in the alpha because I'm, I'm not in the alpha and it's fine uh but like they've implemented like you can squish down to someone else's level you can sync to do a quest you've yeah. already done like i'm yeah. guessing that that's coming i would like I, so party, party sync is still a thing uh, the way the dungeons are currently is that it's still a drop-down menu okay. uh, per expansion, which I hate. Yeah. But it's also a good thing because it's they're easier people... to find. But yeah, but you're you're stuck within that drop-down menu for people that. But there was a difference between people in your level bracket that are choosing between two expansions. You're now going to have a large group of people between ten and fifty choosing every expansion. Mm -hmm. There's a massive disparity that's going to be there. Like, I highly doubt that pe people, if they want to queue via dungeons, are going to choose anything from classic all the way up until mists. They're not going to choose dungeons for warlords or anything else. And we don't know quite yet if in chromie time, if you choose to level in warlords, if you can select any dungeon queue that's not warlords. We don't know that yet. Okay. I just think that if they should just amalgamate all of the dungeons into a queue... I don't even care if they keep it as a separate drop-down menu or anything else, but it also falls into the same problem that they're keeping level brackets for stuff. Right. Well, that might be one of those systems uh, that's really difficult to 
take out. Like, I don't pretend to sound like I know how WoW is coded. I just have heard secondhand from people that do work on WoW that uh, <laughs> a lot of the code is, like, a lot of the old, old stuff is just, yeah, it's old. old and it's really tough to, like, tweak and work on. And they have to, like, you know, they'll, they'll tweak something in, like, BFA and then it'll break something all the way back in, like, Outlands I mean, or something. And they're like, yeah. The, the simple answer is to turn around and stick in a whole new engine, but that'll break, that'll come up with a whole billion new types of breaks. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, the, the BlizzCon stuff that they were talking about, I think it was both last BlizzCon and the one before they were talking about, like, uh, for Classic, how they taken Classic and they stuffed it in the new <laughs> engine. That was incredible. Yeah. Right. And I think they're, they're, using a lot of what they're learning on WoW and they're trying to like go back and retroactively make all of these things. Uh, and I, I would imagine it's a very difficult thing to do. So I'm definitely giving them slack when they're like, yeah, this is this is going to take a while. because Oh, yeah. It I mean, <laughs> as a bunch of content creators around the internet, we can do all our best to, to bitch about the game we love so much <laughs> and offer creative solutions, but we're absolutely not devs. Yeah, like, like I was upset at the, at the Battle.net friends list being a, a, a point until i was explained to me and, and, and very nicely all the things to go on the, i'm like okay now i know why there's the limit that it is at that uh, what it is i mean the the biggest the biggest thing that you could probably antiquate this to is that everybody wants the game to be on a global release cycle final fantasy 14 does it and that will be the biggest thing that everybody will refer to like Final Fantasy XIV and any new modern game that's released will come out with a global release cycle. What they don't realize is that WoW is a 15-year-old plus game working on antiquated tech and the server technology is probably not there. Probably will be if they decide to go, well, this is what we want to do. Because the difference between setting everybody's launch cycle is a matter of just setting it to go live at a set point on a certain time. You know, there's a difference between that and then them having the code in America, sending it to EU and Asia and everything else so that everybody's good to go on time. Yeah, because I have a I have a feeling like Square has a different way of doing things for FF14 than Blizzard will probably do, because it's like if this was if this was 10 years ago when the eu blues and like the blues for each region were really active and now all the blues just seem to be very pulled back and very us centric like yeah that's it because even way back in the day there was um uh content creator summits in france at the blizzard blizzard hq over in france way back in the day you know now it now they're only held in america yeah, a lot of that sadly came from moving people off of those teams, yeah. closing offices, the layoffs. We lost a lot of our of a lot of our community managers in the. Well, times change. You yeah, know? It, it, people move on and everything else. The the difference is is that I imagine it would have been very different if they had a fully like I imagine what could be at these at the HQs in each area are literally the customer support teams for the regions. Yeah. I imagine that's fully exactly what it is these days. Because, like, I, I, I would like uh, mega servers, like ESO has has mega servers, and that would actually be a, a pretty cool thing. But I, I know that that's a huge, huge. No, I don't. No, I, I fully agree. I think we're past the. T I think we're past the point now where putting together small shards is not healthy for the game, and having so many different. It was useful. 
between classic and wrath when the player base was so huge and the answer was to instead of trying to get better server space and shut servers down while they fit it to add more servers that was absolutely the answer but now we're at the point where blizzard don't want to do that because people are really like people are really they they feel like people are historically bound to their server name i would say rp especially because the rp community and that one i i, I get the, the their community like i like yeah, i you could quite easily shard all the rp servers together everything that's an rp listed as an rp server now push them all together Everything that's not an RP server that's listed as a normal or what used to be the old PvP servers, you can shard all of them together so that they work together. And then people that still want to turn war mode on can turn war mode on because it doesn't affect the rest of the game. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I just, like you. Because I but like to die. How, that helps the entire RP community because everybody that's on an RP server will now all be together instead of like the EU. Is, I'm sure there's like a good example for the US, but the EU has Argent Dawn, biggest EU server. And then everywhere else has like small shards of you. But if you push them all together, they're all RPing together. You foster new communities and everything else. Yeah. I, I think the only thing that is that people I've seen that people don't like about that is some people go to small servers on purpose just because yeah. they're quiet. Uh, I recently moved to Earthen Ring, which from Dalaran, which Dalaran is a large server. I've been there since I started the game. Mm -hmm. Uh and going to Earthen Ring, I'm like walking to Orgrimmar, I'm like, just little tumbleweeds going past. I'm like, there is not a single person online right now. I'm like, what is this? The I'm thing is, to... is that I think that uh, the given dead patches in every on every server around the world will still be a constant. Like, Silvermoon will still be a dead sea. As pretty as it is, it would still be a dead sea. If you Have you gone to Silvermoon on an RP server? On RP, yeah, yeah, because it's not a dead I mean, all I cities mean, are I'm, full on I'm, RP servers. I'm, I'm on an RP server, and Silvermoon is dead where I am. Okay. Wow. Funny enough, funny enough, my main's on Earthen Ring, so on the EU, so that's actually really funny. Okay. Um, well, then maybe you understand. <laughs> it's just weird. Like even on Dalaran, I go up to Silvermoon and I'd see at least ten people running around there. So like for me, it's weird to go to an RP server where there's no one because I'm like. I'd expect there to be a lot more people. Yeah. Uh, every, when uh, a lot of the EU people moved to Argent Dawn, like Earthen Ring used to be like the second biggest RP server way back in the day. And then a lot of people migrated to Argent Dawn and it's now the largest and everywhere else just pales in comparison. But we're still marked as an RP server because that's what it's always been. And I want to preface that we're, we are talking retail and not classic. I, I get on classic though. Have you seen classics been getting weird? Not, not weird, but like there's been some people moving like huge guilds over and then being blacklisted away from it. A bit like, like one, one guild said, we're going to move over to this, to this realm. It was going to like change the, the population. And they basically said, if, if we know who you are, you're not going to get in any party. So they, they were, and yeah, there's a lot of that does not sound healthy at all for that, I don't, that server community. I don't know all the specifics. So I'm not going to get into the details on that. I, I, I don't take any sides on that. Just interesting. The, oh, the only reason, the only feasible reason I could see why that would happen on Classic at all is because of the Gates of Ankaraj. Oh. Because that's going to be coming soon. Yes, that I, is true. I want to be there so badly, except I'm only like... 20 maybe I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what since we're talking about classic 
I want to bring up an interesting point. And, uh, Katie, you'll probably remember this probably better than Frasley. Okay. But pre-Nerf Cthune. Do you remember all the big hullabaloo around pre-Nerf Cthune? I don't think so. Okay. So the big the big hullabaloo about pre-Nerf Cthune is that Ian Hasakostas at Elite, Elitist Jerks was one of the guys that turned around to the WoW devs and said, the numbers don't work out. The numbers that the people are putting out in, in vanilla WoW to kill Cthune weren't going to work. Now, we look at way that classic wow is and how everybody is treating the game and that they're clearing it so much faster at a lower item level and everything else do you think they'll put pre-nerf Cthune into the game on on classic wow and then people will destroy it because of the 15 years of practice that's and a good then question what sort of statement do you think that's gonna make well that's that is a good question. It's like it, it has really fundamentally changed. Like mm. even though it's vanilla, you know, you've had people that have been practicing on these private servers for, for years and years. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And even I mean, you know, I know that some of the private servers were able to tweak things on occasion. Yeah. Um, but the practice, the practice still remains the same. Because... Yes. Yes. And like, you know, now you can just go youtube how to do classic athune or whatever or you know there are guides or endless amounts of resources i mean there's even the old strategy guys that i've pulled open just because it was fun to like have them be relevant again uh but i actually wouldn't be surprised i think they might do it as a lull i, I think so and then they'll leave it they'll leave it up for a week i, I think so we'll see if, if anyone can do it and if they can't that actually might be something that they leave up for a little while just to see if anyone can as a challenge uh, and then, like, give it a couple, not full cycles, but a couple weeks and be like, okay, if and no one can get it down for sure, then either they could ask the community, hey, you know, this is pre-nerf Cthune, do you want this or should we take it away? Like, do you I, I want think, this challenge? I think that's something that actually would be a good talking point for the classic devs, yeah. is to actually use that as a thing of saying, look, we've seen what you've done to Molten Core, we've seen what you've done to BWL, do you want pre-nerf Cthune? But I, have, have you seen what did you see what they did to Hakar as well? No, but I did hear they got Hakar down pretty fast, didn't they? They they did. So uh, the biggest thing I saw was like um, they used a, a line of strikes, a line of sight strat. They took about I think it was like like it was like ninety percent warriors, and it just melted. They just ignored the entire mechanic, and they just That's killed it. And they killed it in like less anymore. than two minutes. It was well, absolutely ridiculous. I shouldn't say that's not fun. I think it's fun for some people, but I don't know. At some point, it's tough. WoW is a very different game now than it oh, used to yeah. be. And so we're, you know, people are coming in with 15 years of experience playing Warcraft, retail or otherwise. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, we'll just, you know, take 15 warriors in or, you know, however many warriors it is. And like back in the day, no one would have done that. because no. but well, it, was war it was warriors and... A load of priests. I think that that was it. Like right, but like nobody does that, or nobody did do that, as far as I know. Back in the day, you know, it's like, oh hey, I'm gonna bring my my friend in from down the block, and he plays or whatever. And it's like, oh, someone's like, yeah, well, I I know this guy that I was did a dungeon with, and like he, you know, we can bring him <laughs> in, and uh, and then you're all standing out there around the the, the summing stone, just like, hey, so this this guy said he'd join us, and then the, that guy winds up ninjaing and 
Uh, dipping out and you're just well, like, that, that, that was yes i mean there's still people that do that that's, <laughs> yeah, that's true there that's, are some people that, do that, that. there's still, a streamer who did that yeah there, there's it's it's, it's it's classic wow in a bloody nutshell to be fair yes but the the way that the game is now compared to what it was is very different and it has to be treated as such yeah. and i think that i think that i think that the vanilla dev the classic devs are in a are in a special position where they could possibly turn around and open a line of communication which says, we've seen what you've done, do you want this as a challenge? Mm -hmm. Well, and that might also let them... I. It's interesting, because I don't know how many builds of the old Warcraft they have. I know that they had to ask for old server blades back at one point, because that had some of the old uh, code on it. Um, but... Um, it's The only reason I bring this up is because... I, I saw, and I think it was an Asmongold stream. Like, I was watching highlights on YouTube, as you do, because YouTube's a lot easier to digest because it picks up the fine points. But he was actually looking at the numbers of bosses in Naxxramas and the health that they have, digest, and, like, broken it down by, like, that Hakar video and the DPS the Warriors were putting out, and working out, like, what the raid DPS would need to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it was, uh, like, 3 million divided by, like, X amount of warriors, so much DPS, and it would turn out how much DPS each person in the raid would need to do. And I think, I think WoW's in, especially classic WoW raiding's in that point where, where it was in vanilla, you had 40, but you had some slacks. But now everybody who seems to have their head switched on, like, unless it's, like, a social-esque guild... Like who not perfect with rotations or anything else. I think people in those top guilds like playing to the best they can, and they treat it the same way like method and that would treat a raid, a mythic raid in current like up to date. Wow, it's it's very interesting sort of math to see. Yeah, and I I think again I know we already said this, but I think that's one of the main differences uh, between the original classic player base and you know what we had expected back then versus. You know, people being like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to basically method this boss and it's going to be great. And you're like, that boss was not made for that sort of, you know, no, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. made for that in mind. It was made for like the, the, the priest you recruited down the street to come in and be like, hey, guys, so what's this fight again? And you're like, yeah, no, this guy's I, totally good. What do I do? What do I do? Where do I stand? Hey, Why did I die? <laughs> hey, guys, I've, I've, put, I've put 31 talents into discipline, but I don't have penance. <laughs> Where it's like, Why is that warrior wearing leather? <laughs> It's like it looks cool. It's like no, that's not how you play your class. That's it. I want to be a rainbow in TBC. I, I really want them to make Burning Crusade servers. I think they actually probably will do legacy servers. I think I think it's I think it's the way that they're gonna go because so. it's to, it's information that they already have rather than putting a lot of dev time in to make brand new content. Don't get me wrong. I'd love Classic Plus. I think it would be really interesting to see content that they originally planned for but the dev team that was there for vanilla wow isn't there anymore like any that are are, still, are working on the mainline game like the modern wow and the mindset for any new content that's going to be created is going to be on the mindset of a current player rather than a classic wow player right well and that's i think that's the way you'd have to make it because they're the players these days, like even young players, are very different from players that, you know, 
when we all started wow right like that was my first mmo and i was like free time wow i'm like i could run around there's another person like yeah you know these days like oh i'm streaming i'm like doing all this stuff i'm like i'm just gonna text my friend real quick i'm like no no it was all like x fire and aol chats and stuff oh x fire wow yes i'm so glad you guys remember what that is because i said that to my brother he's like what's x fire i'm like well you clearly didn't play as much as i did what was the name of the mp3 player that everybody used oh, Winamp. 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 yes Winamp. yes really likes the llama <laughs> oh my god all right i i think i think we need to call this an end before we become <laughs> before we outdate everything oh, oh no 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 one, one more one more okay one more one. i hate all these chat apps now there's like a thousand chat apps do you remember trillion and adium no it, it, it was never, a never heard of them these were like uh, like programs to bring like all your ICQ, your IM, your Yahoo, Frasley. all together. Frasley, I am a simple man with simple tastes who use Windows Instant Messenger and Windows Live Messenger. Oh, that's it. right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> simple I mean, man with simple tastes. Because like now I got Instagram message, Yahoo. I got Discord, I've got Battle.net. Oh, yeah. I've got, we've got all of these things now, all of these new WhatsApp, points. Telegram. WhatsApp, oh my god, Telegrams, Slack, everything. Oh yes. Teams. Oh my god. Zooms. Yeah. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Stories Around Azeroth. Uh thank you very much to our guest, Katie from uh Clanker and the Goblin. Torrin and the Goblin. Torrin and the Goblin. Uh I mean, Clanker and the Goblin, you know, it's all about me. Yeah, it's all about you, that's it. About. <laughs> that's it. If they want to look for you around the internet, Katie, where the, where can they find you? Sure. So you can find the Torrent and the Goblin on just about every uh, podcasting. I, I should I should have the list. Um, I don't, but I know that you can find us on like iTunes, Twitter. Um, you can find us on Mash Those Buttons as well. MashThoseButtons.com. That's our main place. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Torin Goblin, and you can find me at Hyrule Master seventy seven because I love Legend of Zelda, and uh, that's pretty much our main areas we're also on youtube as well and twitch youtube yep the mr frasley where can they find you around the internet sir you can find me on on a once messenger at virtual car banks you can find me on twitter at Frazzytastic. find my podcast Frazzlecast, where i talk to different people like pete and katie at gnomepodcast.com and if you want some interesting shenanigans where i'm like leveling stuff and uh um talking to people in outhouses you can find me streaming at gnome.live ladies and gentlemen you can find me on my main account at titans creed you can find me on my gaming specific one if you just want youtube and the podcast updates and the stream updates at gaming phoenix you can find uh podcasts like this live and my charity stream in a few weeks over on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. Or if you can't catch us live, you can catch the VODs of everything over at youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. And Stories Around Azeroth will be on all good podcast catches wherever you may listen to us. It's a fun time to listen to. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much to Katie from Toron and the Goblin for joining us this week. It's been a fun little chat and I'm sure we could talk about bollocks for the next couple of hours if we really wanted to. <laughs> I certainly could, but thank you for having me. It's been absolutely wonderful. As always, Mr. Frasley and I will be back next week. We are joined by Jin and Fear. Yes, of Morally Grey Podcast. Morally Grey Podcast. Jin's coming back and he's bringing his buddy Fear with us. That's been it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure once again. And until next time, as Mr. Frasley likes to say, be awesome and check the podcast on Google Video.